time to invert the y-axis it's the this game where podcast with me chris and me ashley hello everybody do you invert the y-axis ashley i don't know i can't remember i, th- I do whatever modern games do you look the sort i know i don't think i do i don't think it is inverted inverted is when you press it up to look down is that right yeah yeah honestly i it's so it's so I'm- second nature now whatever i is that i don't n- don't think about what what it does that wasn't me patronizing you that was me trying to figure out myself i think i invert it i can't remember what i do sorry sorry to disappoint well, you. well it's one of those things where people who are in one camp hate the others don't they yeah hate i don't really care i just need to be able to play the game yeah that's i know my that take. i've played games and they've had things inverted so a good example is uh, wind waker i was having a look at wind waker and i set i had a setup a couple of this was a couple of weeks ago had a setup that allowed me to play the hd version and the original gamecube version with the same controller so whenever i press <laughs> at the same button, time yeah at the That's same time cool. i thought it would be cool so i thought i'll be able to look at the differences in the graphics and things and and how how long things take to see if it was a faster game or not the wrinkle in that is that the x-axis was inverted so when uh, i pushed the stick left uh the cameras on both games went in opposite <laughs> directions so it didn't work out i got i got off as far as getting off the because you start off up on top of the pylon at the beginning on outside island and i got down the ladder on both games and i wa- managed i don't know how i managed to walk across the jetty to the island itself but i it was it was too hard it's just too hard to control the camera did you have the two tvs next to each other or did you use some sort of split split screen device yeah it was a split screen on the big telly i imagine that was really disorienting disorientating having them both next to each other like that it wasn't too bad really okay. there's a game came out this year i think it was this year anyway there's a game called the medium which I've uh, I've just had I've got a new um, subscription to Xbox Game Pass and I and I haven't been able to play the medium up until now. But the medium has two different worlds. One is like a demonic world, and one is the real real world. And at points in the game, it has you controlling the character in both of these worlds at the same time, inhabiting both spaces and navigating both spaces. So it's kind of like that. Mm. You've got them both on the screen at the same time, and you can flip between the two depending on what buttons you press. So I suppose it's it's sort of like Zelda: The Medium Edition. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. I've genuinely never heard of that game or that idea, but that's a very clever one. It's one of these games that they say they wouldn't have been able to do with old hardware because the the new systems they use high speed SSDs, so NVMe SSDs, and they are massive times faster than a hard drive and even faster than most SSDs that exist in most people's computers at the moment. And because the because they can access the information so quickly and pull it out and use it so quickly, they can do new things with them. Hmm. Uh, with, with games. Uh, another example, another good example which might interest you more, when they were showing the PlayStation 5 and what it was capable of, they showed a comparison of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the the new Spider-Man game or newish Spider-Man game running on the PlayStation 4 compared to the PlayStation 5 and they showed one loading times because loading times are pretty near instant on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox in a lot of cases or on any system with an M.2 MBME you can get them on PC as well Uh, so you get loading times but you also get load in times so all of your assets are loading in a lot quicker in PlayStation 4 Spider-Man they had to limit the speed at which you're able to swing through the city 
because right. if you swung too fast, if you got too far ahead of the processing, the the city wouldn't load in in time and you'd end up in this blank space with no buildings or textless buildings Excellent. or something crap like that. With the PlayStation 5 version, because all the information was moving at such a clip, they had him going at 10 times the speed, like swinging through at super speeds and everything was loading in perfectly and it just wasn't possible to do that on the PlayStation 4. So yeah, there, there's probably lots of other things that are being made possible by this current or this new generation of consoles that that weren't before i'm quite interested to see what what they are you got very technical then m m.2 m2 whatever it was is that m.2 m.2 mvme ssd no just just letters i can't remember what they all stand for but m.2 is the connector nvme is non-volatile memory something i think and ssd is solid state drive as opposed to hard drive you do know what those things are but i don't i really don't Right, I'm going to tell you what game we're doing today. Today we're doing this game where you choose one of over 180 games. It can be played on the go and it's fruit-based. Right, you're not going to get it, so I'm going to put you out your misery. Oh, okay. I was thinking. Go on. Have you got any ideas? No. Is it a mobile game? No, it's, this is actually a bit of a cheat. It's not really one game. You've just mentioned Xbox Game Pass as part of your preamble. I'm yeah. going to be talking today about Apple Arcade. Oh, right. Okay. That is a cheat. That's not a game. Why do you always do this, Christopher? Do what? You're you're a baddie. Bring not games. How is this not a game? It's a, a it's platform. games. It's multiple games. Mm. It's a platform. There you go. You've just said it's not a game. <laughs> How is this not a game? It's a platform, actually. <laughs> it's a platform. It's not a game. How is it not a game? All right. Well, there's a there's a reason why I'm confusing yourself. Uh, to be honest, I actually think that it's quite a an interesting thing to be talking about. So yeah. When I say that, I think it was quite an interesting thing to be talking about two years ago, but we'll run with it. Well, I'm talking about it now as opposed to two years ago because I've currently got a three-month free trial of Apple Arcade. Okay. So I wanted to rinse it for as much as I possibly could before cancelling it. However, mm. I have fallen in love with it and I don't know if I'll be cancelling it because I think it's really good for reasons I want to talk about. I, I'm very interested to hear them. I have heard lots of people say the same thing. Like it it feels or it felt when it started off, people were a bit sort of skew-eyed at, at the pro- prospect because just paying a subscription for access to lots of half-baked mobile games wasn't very appealing. But actually what people have ended up getting are really well-done, fully-fledged experiences that they can play on the go so and a lot of them as far as i can uh far as i understand a lot of things that start on apple arcade are making their way over to switch and yeah. and being treated very very fairly on there as well, well i've i've got a uh kind of my, my highlights but one of the things you i'll talk about you now you just mentioned it is I went through and downloaded loads of games that I wanted to get for the Switch anyway. So I'm in the middle of this free trial I've talked about. The, the free trial is for three months. Ordinarily, Apple Arcade costs £5 or $5. It's the same number, despite not being quite the same yeah. uh, currency swap, but I'll let that slide. $5 or £5 per month, or you can pay £50 or $50 for a whole year's worth of subscription access to it. By comparison, one of the games I've been absolutely loving playing is Alba, a game I wanted to play on Switch. It's been on my Switch wish list for a long time, or watch list, whatever you call it, and it's £16 on Switch. So, you know, that's three months worth of 
Apple Arcade access for this one game. So I think in terms of value for money, I think it is definitely worth it. Yeah, I would agree. Have you played Baldo? Is Baldo out yet? I'll talk about Baldo maybe. Are you going to say you talk about Baldo? Because that's what I've been looking forward to. Yeah. And obviously that's coming to the arcade. It's, and uh, Well, at time of recording, it has come to arcade. It came to arcade a couple, couple of days ago, yeah. Uh, you see, I don't have any Apple products, so I can't do any of this. Yeah, so. that's the that's the problem. Without any Apple products, fine by me. Kind of screwed. Me. Can't get any access to Apple Arcade. At time of recording, there are just over 185 games available, and there are a few added each month. I had a look on Wikipedia. There's a lovely page where it goes through, and it um, has a big tale of all the games. You can sort it alphabetically or by release or whatever. And on the Apple website itself, it says that we release titles every week. Looking at the system on Wikipedia, that's not quite true. And it's not even that they release a few every month. Um, this year, for example, there's been a couple of months where no games have come out whatsoever. So I think you have to take the marketing blurb with a bit of a pinch of salt. However, there is the 185 games at time of recording. There is some fantastic stuff on there. And there are games that are currently scheduled for release. So it is that I would say... Uh, two or three at least every month are coming out yeah again though it depends what's coming out obviously but if you get one game on average a month you're paying five pound for that game a month i'm just on their website now and it says over 200 games yeah it does which which is not is that is that a lie i think it might be a lie unless there's some discrepancy in maths between wikipedia and apple i i don't know hmm 185 to 200 is not really that much of a difference, is it? No, no, I guess not. You said that a lot of them are fruit-based. Oh, I meant fruit-based because it's Apple. I was trying to be cryptic. Oh, right. I thought you were suggesting that a lot of the games were based around fruit. I think that was true, but uh, but I've now got on the screen, I've got like these scrolling things showing various different games that are on there. Of note... What the Golf, which I know you love. But Threes Plus, what's Threes Plus? Because I used to love Threes. Now, you don't know. The, the Plus thing is... Um, well, okay, well, we'll put a pin in that. I'll come back to the, the, the Plus yeah, and, no and Threes aspects or whatever. While we're talking about the numbers, 185 to 200, whatever it is, games, it is quite overwhelming when you go onto the Apple Arcade on... Uh, so I'm using on an, an iPad. So Apple have tried to make it easy to navigate. So there's a daily highlight up at the top where it plays a little video of whatever the daily highlight is. But then they've got categories, for example, top arcade games, must play games. They have genre lists, for example, here's a load of action games, here's a load of adventure games, mm. here's a load of the trains of family. Then there's also categories that are gorgeous graphics. And then there's a category that's called relaxing games. They've really tried to think about all the different target audiences and how to try and yeah. capture those the best and those are really useful so what's the that? last campfire i want to play that yep me too that's hello games so what i've sorry no that's no, gonna happen no, all the way no, through because th- this is exactly what i did i when i first got my apple ik trial i went into exactly what you've said i i've gone through oh i want to try that download 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 and i downloaded some between 25 to 30 games of th- you know, this is my starter for 10 essentially this is where i'm going with and i've been going through and trying each game and, and sorting out which ones I actually like or which ones i don't but i think the fact that you're paying this five pounds a month to have access mm. to that and be able to do that there's been games where i've tried it for 10 minutes and then binned it off straight away yeah at the moment it's free if i'm paying five pounds a month whatever i don't feel particularly begrudging of that whereas if it was a game yeah. i paid 
10 to 15 pounds plate of tennis and didn't like it well i'm kind of stuck with it then which i think i've probably done and i'm sure you have well, possibly in the past one of the games i've tried on this is a fold apart which i did want to get on the switch because i thought it looked really interesting a fold apart is a game and something it does do which i was quite impressed with it's a love game it's it's very inspired by the the first opening sequence of of up it's got a, a couple who are and it's it's all based around origami and paper and it's to do with folding scenes to make the couple interact with each other and meet each other but i found it very fiddly and i i just didn't get on with this tour and i had wanted to play it on switch where it's 15 pounds and at one point it was on sale i think it was down to 12 and i very nearly bought it i played it for 10 minutes in apple arcade realized it was quite fiddly and actually not very fun so i gave up on yeah. it and actually i didn't feel any uh, animosity uh, yeah towards the game but the thing it the thing it does that i did quite like was at the start of the game you can choose your setup whether it's about a relationship between a boy and a girl or a girl and a girl or a boy and a boy uh, obviously my reference point for this will be xbox game pass as you alluded to um even paying for xbox game pass and having those moments where you get a game downloaded you start it up you get 10 minutes in and you go no, thank you. Even even when you're paying for it, it really makes the payment worthwhile because by and large, there'll be several games that are of interest to you anyway. So if it then allows you to have a, have a dabble with various different things that you'd like to play um, and then rule them out mm-hmm. and not worry about whether you're going to buy them or not, I think it's worth it just for that. Yeah, so completely. case in point, I don't have a year-round Game Pass subscription what i do is i get it for a bit of time and then i cancel it for a bit more time and then come back to it when other things are interesting uh interesting and out on there so at the moment it's psychonauts there are other games as as i said about humankind we've talked about humankind at length in a previous episode there are other games that are sustaining the cost at the same time i've also been able to play uh rain on my parade rain mm-hmm. on your parade uh, whatever it's called your i think rain on your parade and fogs p-h-o-g-s both of which are games i had expressed interest in and then you messaged me saying yeah they're just okay like they're fine they were enjoyable they were silly they were fun but i don't want to play anymore and i've played each of them for about 30 minutes to an hour the gimmick for both of those the gimmick is good it's not enough to sustain me for any longer than i've played them so i won't be going back but was it worth the money that I've paid to rule out paying more for them separately? I'd say so. Yeah, completely. And that's the exact experience I've been having through this Apple Arcade. With this. Mm. Yeah. So you've mentioned Game Pass as also, if anyone's not sure what this model is, uh, subscription services are where you pay a set amount per month and you can get it up to you as as, as to how little or how much you access it. The PlayStation version is called PlayStation Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Netflix Gaming. Which, incidentally, is something that's actually going to happen. If you haven't heard about that already. Netflix Gaming. Yeah, they're releasing... They announced, in fact, a couple of... Well, probably over a month ago now. um, They announced that they were getting into gaming and it would be part of the current subscription cost. Oh, okay. So it won't cost any more, but you will have access to a a library of games. Okay. Cool. Mm. Possibly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Apple Arcade launched in September 2019 and its USP is pure gaming. So none of these games that I'm going to talk about in a bit have in-app purchases and none of them have adverts. Mm. They're all, it's you're paying that £5 for this pure access to gaming. All games It can, is a requirement of the service, isn't it? That yes. they do not have in-app purchases. Yeah, yeah, which is, again, applaudable, I think. Yeah. All games can also be played offline. And another benefit is the Apple products have this thing called um, family sharing, which is where if you've got it on one device, you can, et cetera, et cetera. And it's also compatible with controllers. So I'm playing on an iPad, which apparently is compatible with controllers such as the DualShock 4, a DualSense and Xbox controller. Also 8-Bit Do controllers are compatible with an iPad. Yes. So if I wanted to, I could play with those controllers. However, the games I've been playing, I've been absolutely fine playing using the uh, iPad itself. All the games have... I've got achievements in them as well, which is a good thing or a bad thing. I'm personally completely ambivalent towards them. Yeah. There's been games I've been playing. It's popped to the top saying I've done such and such. Great. And another minimum that Apple have put in, Ashley's just mentioned the fact it's this no in-app purchases and no adverts, but another requirement that Apple have put in for games to be certified and to be released is that they have to support a minimum of 14 languages. Oh, really? Wow. Jeez. Okay. That's an interesting stipulation. I suppose it is one of the most open platform. Well, I say that it's not really one of the most open platforms, but it's one of the most accessible, accessible completely platforms around the world, maybe. And that's why. And then another point. But you don't get that with other no outlets though, do you? No. You, do, you it, on a PlayStation, you can have Europe only games. You can have America only games or, you know. Yeah. I was quite impressed with that as well. Mm. And another stipulation that Apple have put in for developers, which Ashley's alluded to already, is the release on other platforms. Any game that is released on Apple Arcade is not allowed to be released on any other mobile platform, but it can be released on console or PC. I didn't know that. That I don't really like that. <laughs> no? I don't like that. That's not cool. <laughs> no, that's not cool. No? Okay. That's control. Yeah. That's, that's ex- so that's typical exactly. Apple control. Yeah. And that is, well, yeah, it's just uh, exclusives aren't particularly good for anybody other than maybe the platform holder. So I note that Monument Valley is on there. So does that mean Monument Valley is no longer available on Android? Presumably, yes. Should we just pause on a quick check? Because I played that game on on Android. It exists. It's a game that exists. Let me just check on that. So why would you then stipulate that it can't be... Uh, Yes, so having done a bit of digging into that question, uh, Monument Valley, because the version available on Apple Arcade is Monument Valley Plus, which I will talk about... Monument that Valley, around that, does it? yeah. Monument Valley is available on Android still, but Monument Valley Plus is not available on Android because of that. And oh. I checked with a few other games as well uh, before we started recording. And yeah, games from what I can see, uh, there might be one or two that have maybe slipped through. But from what I can see, games that are available on Apple Arcade don't seem to be available on Android devices on my phone. Right, righty ho. So I said about Baldo. Are you ready to talk about Baldo? Yeah, so I might as well start about the, the games aspect, really, as, with, as we're a gaming yeah. podcast. So as there are 185 to 200 games, I have downloaded 20, 25, 30 or so, and I've gone through. I'm going to huh. I'm gonna harp on about ones that I've enjoyed. I'm not going to slam any that I've not particularly liked because that feels a bit Have you petty. played Dead End Job? No, is that good? Ah, that's Lant Workshop game. Okay, right. So what I can do now is I'll just grab my iPad. What is it? Dead End Job. And I'll just click and, and set it download. And then I can just yeah. have a go later, which would be great. 
dead end. It's called Dead End Job. It's basically Ghostbusters, the game. Excellent. Um, and it's a, a like a twin stick shooter sort of setup. They got you stuff. go into various levels and you um, defeat the ghosts to earn right. some monies. So I'm going to talk about games that I've particularly enjoyed, but but bear in mind this is just me scratching the surface. There's so much to to look at in here that there's there's games that are going to be inevitably tucked away that I've not quite got at yet because I've just been looking at the, the, the homepage aspects of it. But games I have been enjoying. Um, firstly, Alba. I've mentioned Alba already. Alba is brilliant. It's a really lovely, beautiful looking game where you're controlling a girl who's exploring uh, an island set somewhere off the Spanish coast. An island that's being targeted by a, a greedy hotel capitalist owner who wants to build a hotel in, in this nature reserve, and it's all about Alba going around and she's trying to collect signatures to to from the people who live there to say they don't want the hotel. You're also uh, photographing birds and animals that so that NIMBY live. the game, sort of yeah. You're- I, I say that knowing full well that I really would like to play Alba. Yeah. It looks lovely. And it's it, all to me. It's all about the relationship with the animals and yeah. nature. Well, the, the Pokemon yeah. Snap aspect is you're you're taking photos yeah. of the animals and their habitats, and the way the photos work. I've obviously not played on other Apple devices, but using the iPad, you physically move the iPad around using the the gyro sensor to physically look, and then you can then pinch to zoom in. And the controls are really intuitive. It looks stunning. It's it's a really great game. And as I've said, £16 on Switch compared to whatever price you're paying for this. You've already mentioned What the Golf. We did episode 18 was all about What the Golf. Highly worth uh, the money for that. Monument Valley Plus. There are a handful of games, for example, Cut the Rope Plus, that have got this plus after it. And what that means is it's to differentiate between the main version that's available for a paid price versus the version that's available on Apple Arcade. Apple did a bit of sort of market research, I guess, to look into whether people would be more likely to pay a flat rate than purchase individual games. And the market research concluded that by putting this plus on, that's to to denote that, the plus games are ones where they've got, it's to show they've got no in-app purchases, no adverts, which some of the ones have got that are available for these the, the price is available on the normal yeah. Apple mm. shop. So Monument Valley is, and, and I wasn't aware of this, Monument Valley had a couple of additional packs you could buy for it of uh, extra levels. I didn't know that. No, okay, it wasn't just me that passed that by. I can't remember what the two level packs were called, but Monument Valley Plus brings those together into the game to create, I guess, the ultimate Monument Valley package. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's... Uh, Obviously, a, a great game. Sneaky Sasquatch, my daughter, has been enjoying the everlasting shit out of. <laughs> Sneaky Sasquatch right. is... Not heard of it. No, I hadn't either, but it was recommended by a friend, and she is mm. absolutely addicted to it. It reminds me of, in terms of looks and the gameplay, it's quite similar to Untitled Goose Game. It's sort of South Park-esque, it looks like to me, sort of yeah. like a paper a paper art style. Yeah, completely. And it's, it's, it's a sandbox. It's... Grand Theft Auto aimed at children, so you can oh, do really? you can oh. do whatever you want in this town. So she's currently um, going through these driving licenses, and by doing these driving licenses, she's then you're then able to unlock taxi missions, and you're then able to unlock delivery missions, and go and do all these things as a Sasquatch. And it's just this this sandbox. There's so much to do in it, and you've got this mm. overriding quests within that game but within that you can mm. just do whatever you want in what or whatever order you want uh, that's absolutely brilliant one game that i've been really enjoying just for a bit of relaxed puzzle 
is Mini Metro and Mini Motorways. Have you heard of these games? Yes. So I was going to ask about this. So Mini Metro is uh, is the underground. You basically build the map of the underground. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe you're playing these for relaxation because Mini Metro <laughs> stresses me the hell out. Yeah. As soon as you get lines of people forming and that little ticker starts going yeah. around on a station, I freak out. So I've wanted to play Mini Motorways since it came out and uh, I did see that in the in the list. So yes, I other than the fact you're playing it to de-stress, um, I totally understand why. <laughs> why that's on the list uh, the version is this why you've been playing beyond a steel sky because it's free you shitbag i i really want to play beyond a steel sky i should just buy it shouldn't i uh it's like that's another one though that if you look at that on the on the pc it's 20 odd quid really so you've got yeah wow okay we'll, we'll yeah we'll put a pin uh, beyond a steel sky is a sequel to beneath a steel sky which hannah and i uh played through this year Right. Um, in anticipation of getting Beyond a Steel Sky as well. Okay, well, and I'll, as part of our adventure game uh, omnibus. I'll talk about Beyond a Steel, Steel Sky and then I'll loop back to Mini Metro and Mini Motorways then. Sorry about this. No, no, it's you, fine. You said that this was going to be a lot of you talking, but actually it's me going, I want to play these games. Let me play the games. <laughs> so, Beyond a Steel Sky was one that when I was going through the Apple Arcade store, it. it it was in the adventure section and it said had a little yeah. blurb and it said it's by Revolution Software. It's yes. by the guy Yeah, by the guy who's developed or who created Broken Sword. So I thought, oh, I'll take a yeah. punt on that. Have you not played Beneath the Seal Sky? No. Jesus Christ. Where have <laughs> you been? It's free. You can get it for <laughs> free. It? Yeah, it's amazing okay. as well. It's really good. It's so good. And if you're playing Beyond the Seal Sky, you should play that first. It's, it's about five hours long, if that. Well, Beyond the Still Sky is absolutely amazing. I did not think yeah. I would enjoy it as much as I'm enjoying it. It's absolutely stunning. This the cell shaded look of it mm. is so so nice. Um, the art is by Dave Gibbons, who helped create Watchmen. It is available on consoles and PCs, as you've mentioned. Uh, it's the controls are really nice on the iPad. It's you use your left thumb down the bottom left corner to control the character, and if you double tap, he'll run. And then the right is where your right stick would be is looking around, and you approach items, people, and you centre the camera on them, and then your little prompt for whatever you do appears. Um, after that one thing i really like about it as an adventure game is how you you've got your conversation trees and we talked about this way back in Discworld about how you're if you keep needling at a particular point with someone to try and make sure you've heard every single conversation point once you've got to the point to which you've heard all the things there is to say about it it turns to italics so you know that particular avenue i can carry Repeated. on talking about it if i want to but it's just going to loop back around again i think that's a really simple touch they've put in there but is yeah is is really good it's definitely got the humor of broken sword i've not played beneath the steel sky so i can't i can't say if it's similar to that but it, it reminds me a lot of broken sword with the humor and again with the characters i've said about the, the way you talk to them another thing i like about it trying to make it seem a bit more grounded is that characters which they often do in adventure games they often just stand there waiting for you to approach them in this the characters mm. will wander around the areas and they'll be interacting with things they'll be going about their business and it makes it feel a lot more like a, a living breathing environment that you just happen to be part of um i've played it pro only a couple of hours um i think so far but it is just really good really really good yeah well yeah i kn i know <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know that's the problem that is the problem because I've been holding off. I don't know why I've held off for so long. Just found other things to do, I guess. But I've been anticipating that game since before it came out. And it came out June last year. So but I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. I should play it. Mini Motorways and Mini Metro Plus are 
as I said, relaxing, actually not quite so much. It's No. <laughs> M- Mini Metro is the original one, and the version Apple Arcade yep. is Mini Metro Plus. So again, it's the no in-app purchases, and it's no adverts, etc. It's really minimalist. If you imagine the London Underground map, um, I don't know what the... Uh, equivalent will be to, to people if, uh, listening in other countries because I don't know if the well it would be s- the metro maps yeah, in I, their various areas but I don't know if it has so, the same art style because it's this really minimalist a lot use of them of actually color, do yeah do they oh yeah. okay okay so Mini Metro is a game where you're connecting stations to create a, an underground map, and it, it's all about these underground trains, and it, it's it's really minimalist and um, quite abstract, I suppose, but it's really engaging. Mini Motorways is pretty much the same concept applied to an overground creating a road system. It reminds me a lot of Transport Tycoon, but a, a very simplified version of that. I'm not sure which of the two I prefer. They've both got their own merits. Mini Motorways is the sequel, so some of the quirks of Mini Metro have perhaps been tweaked. I am- little bit but Mm. um yeah they're they're both very good another game that my daughter's been enjoying i've not been particularly keen on personally is rayman mini which is an endless runner rayman looks absolutely stunning to give it its due it's all about rayman being shrunk down so it's set in gardens where the the blades of grass are towering above him Uh, Mm. but i find it quite fiddly but it has got the um it's got some levels based on the music you know where you don't jump to to the beats which i I really enjoy those ones sort of things Um, yeah so I'm just mentioning it because it might be for some people that are listening, but not for me. Yeah, it looks a lot like Rayman Legend, which is where those levels Absolutely. come from anyway. So, Another one that I've been really enjoying is Taiko Pop Tap. Yeah. Do you know where that comes from? Not at all. It's Taiko no Tatsujin, isn't it? Is that oh, the full? yeah, yeah. That's the, uh, I had the demo of it on Switch. Now you mentioned that. Yes. Yeah. 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 So drum, drum and fun. Um, Taiko no Tatsujin is a really popular game arcade game in japan and you can get it it's the closest you'll get to guitar hero these days because it comes with a you can buy a version with a little taiko drum and then yeah you hammer out the tunes so that that's on here you still have to be listening to guitar hero the songs on this you've got star wars there's uh, my little pony there's my neighbor totoro the theme tune to that you can drum along to that's that's really really fun and you can play that they've got leaderboards and stuff where you can play against other people online you can exchange friend codes to play against other people that have also got it i i said guitar hero but actually really it's it's more like donkey konga yes it has the exact same uh set up as donkey konga um, it's good it's good it's really good i've got it on the switch my daughter's also been enjoying sonic racing which is exactly what you'd expect it's i think yeah. it's too derivative you've got a steering wheel at the bottom that you control with with one finger to go left or right and another finger taps when you pick up power-ups and that's it. it it's not not for me there's a handful of games that i've been trying my best to get through before we record this episode but i've not had time um but ones i do want to play the last campfire which is for for point of reference is 15 pounds on switch lego builder's journey which is essentially yeah which i so didn't i send you the trailer for that because it's like super high quality yeah. visuals that look exactly like lego it's a, essentially a lego version of monument valley it released on switch yeah. and pc a few months ago with additional content and everyone's raving about how good it is it's on it's on here on apple arcade yeah a monster's expedition i don't know that one it's a it's all about islands and you've got this monster that you're getting from different islands across it's really artsy and laid back quite relaxing mm. um a game called Bermuda I downloaded about an old man who crashes on an abandoned island and tries to find his way off and again I was quite drawn by the star for that and yep. then at the time of recording a game has come out called Baldo Baldo I'm assuming Baldo yeah which I keep asking you to tell me about because it's it's basically like Studio Ghibli 
meets games. Yeah, exactly. It's a Studio Ghibli version of Zelda. It's it's got the really yeah. lovely Studio Ghibli art style. It's kind of semi cell shaded, and it's this sprawling RPG epic. To be quite honest with you, I haven't played it yet. I downloaded it because I want to oh, play you it. Oh, kept me hanging Sorry. for half an hour to tell me you haven't played it yet. No. Baldo has been on my radar for a good long while. I can't remember. In fact, it must be a couple of years because they announced it at E3. And the last E3 prior to this year was 2019 because they didn't do it last year, did they? So it must have been two two years I've been waiting to play Baldo. And it came out this week. And I didn't know that um, it was coming to the Apple Arcade. I thought it was just consoles. So, um, yeah, a bit envious of that one. Is it on consoles as well, then? I wasn't aware of that. I'm, I'm the complete opposite thought, of you. I thought, yeah, I thought that Baldo came out on consoles. Let me double check for you. Unless it's come out there first and then it's coming out on consoles later. No, uh, yeah, it released PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Windows, iOS, Mac OS. Oh, okay. But uh, again, on the 27th, so two days ago as of recording. But again, the point that to, to keep banging that drum is that it's available as consoles. I can have a go on this. Yeah. And if I like it, great. If I don't, that's that. This is why This is why I like Game Pass. Yeah. It, I don't even have an Xbox. I've got Game Pass for PC. And the number and quality of game ex- games that it offers is just like absurd. Mm. So to give you a heads up, and I'm sure this is something you're aware of, as I said to you, I sort of dip in and out of Game Pass. I I have a few months with it and then I um, drop it for some months as well. That does two things. That gives me time to play games in other in other places so i've got a nintendo switch if i had game pass and i only focused on game pass then i'd never play anything on that because there's always something on uh xbox it also means that after when you've had it a few months if your interest is starting to sort of wander then you're not paying for something that you're not using absolutely because that's that's often how you know it's like the gym membership model yeah subscriptions you subscribe and they actually rely on you in order to make gyms this is uh, in order for them to make money and not become over encumbered they rely on people to not use their gym membership but to pay it anyway yeah so that they don't end up with a full gym uh, it still remains usable for the people using it but they still get their income mm. um, and subscription services kind of remind me of that because if you end up over encumbered if you end up with say disney plus netflix and amazon prime and various other ones in the video arena you end up sort of with so many that you're only really use utilizing a a tiny fraction of what is there on any one service and even on Um, and even with with that and even with that on netflix you you can end up on doing a scroll hole where you're just going through and just trying to find something interestingly i was at my father-in-law's house yesterday for a barbecue and on netflix on his tv i don't know if it's been rolled out other places there's a button at the top now where you can just press show me something it just loads something completely at random hate that idea idea. yeah i absolutely hate it that i like to have the control over what i um what i engage with and the thing that i really resent really dislike about amazon prime and netflix in particular uh, but but basically any other service like it is that there's no way to sort and order and organize what you have access to or or even own. On Amazon Prime, if you buy things, they show up on your list in the order that you bought them, newest first. So I bought a film maybe 10 years ago. That is the last thing. I have to scroll all the way to the right-hand side 
even if it's my favorite film and it was the first film I ever bought digitally, it's still going to be the last thing in my list. I think, and I actually, because I'm sad and think that I might, you know, just open someone's eyes. I wrote to Amazon and asked them, can you please just implement like some kind of shelf system so that I can organize the things that I own and the things that I'm uh, borrowing. Did you write to Be- on Bezos himself? No, I can't remember who I wrote to, oh. but I did write to, I did write to them. Did they reply? Because I, I want, no, of course they didn't. <laughs> no, they, I'm just some random crank that wants order. <laughs> um, but I'd like to be able to have genres because oftentimes, you know, I'm interested in certain films, but I don't want to watch the shit in that genre. And I want to organize it in, say, horror because I'm in a horror mood or comedy because I'm in a comedy mood. But I then don't want to be encumbered with all the crap that they that shove down your throat i want the films that i'm interested in in an organized fashion that's not something that they give you but that's a totally different thing that's a totally different thing the problem with subscription potentially if you miss if you don't use it right is you end up in the same hole that you end up with yeah. gym memberships a lot of the time where you you've got it and you don't use it you become fatigued well one thing they strive to do with this is to add updates in so i went on the apple arcade twitter account and um just in the last couple of days there's been a couple of games that have had updated content added in um extra levels things like that so they are trying to keep that ball rolling on any games that you've already got um, another point of interest for apple arcade was there was lots of hoo-ha about castlevania grimoire of souls have you heard about this yeah uh, I know the game. I don't know the hoo-ha. Well, it's good hoo-ha. This game was announced back in 2018 for mobile games and only ever released in Canada on iOS and Android devices. It was then pulled a year later. Konami have now announced that the game is coming to Apple Arcade so people all around the world, not just people in Canada, can access Castlevania Grimoire of Souls. Yay! Why was it just released in Canada? Absolutely no idea. No, that's very strange. Yeah. Uh, my So going back to what you just said, really, my only negative or criticism with Apple Arcade is just the fact there is so much in there and I don't feel like I'm doing it justice. I just feel like I'm scratching the surface to find what's in there. And every time I check it, there's, there's something. And obviously it's great. I can then click download and I've got it and I can try it another time. But uh, there's just a lot there. And that I know that there's feels a lot that, that's a very much a first world problem, but that's I'm yep. trying to think of a criticism of Apple Arcade. Try and well, bring you, don't some levity. To, you don't there doesn't need to be a, criti- a criticism i think one of the criticisms that is possibly legitimate is how much are these people actually being paid to have their game on this service if you think spotify model oh yeah one of the big issues with subscription services is that the people making the stuff that goes on there aren't being paid a reasonable amount is it um is it billy bragg said a couple of or last year that on from spotify here like 10 pounds or something from something 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 absurd i can't can't remember the statistics but you are i can tell you this much if you are using spotify you're more you're better off spending your 10 or 15 pounds subscription on a new album for an for a band that you actually like and listen to each month than you are spending on spotify because they get pittance and if that's carried on over into gaming um subscription services which i i can imagine it it probably is um to a large degree then we've got ethical issues being thrown apart mm-hmm. haven't we and moral ones and it's not something that i've wrestled with uh, myself as yet but it's something that 
it well I suppose I should look into it, really. It is something I wondered, going back to my fold apart example, the fact that I'm paying £5, well, I'm not paying the other thing, the £5 a month to get access to these games, that's one of them, compared to that fold apart being £15 on Switch. Well, actually, from yeah. my £5 a month compared to if I had paid £15 for it on Switch, what what is the developer losing out on? That did cross my mind. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know where we stand in that regard. And that would be the biggest downside to me. But in terms of sort of the access that it gives, the access bit, how accessible it makes games, especially things that you wouldn't necessarily have bought otherwise. Mm, Completely. And at the end of the day, good quality games. Yes, there are some time fillery, time waster type games on there, but I've been so impressed by the quality of games on there. Yeah, me too just looking at the list i i knew that that was the consensus anyway because it people in the run-up to apple arcade there were a few murmurings of oh what if it's just full of dross or whatever and then when it all started up there i've heard nothing but praise for what's on there and the quality of the experiences that are offered on there and and the value for money that it mm. offers as well i can assume uh, well i this is diff- it's dangerous to assume but the assumption would be that people wouldn't put their game on there if it wasn't worth their while but then it might just be like rolling of a dice like well i'll put it on there and see what happens so it, it's hard to say and it definitely we should probably have a look into that yeah a lot of people don't have apple products i'm one of them i have been looking through this list as you've been talking as you probably gathered because i keep interjecting with <laughs> oh, what about this one um but can i give you a list of games that i either would recommend or that i'm interested in playing if i can't recommend them and, and then if i download them I can, you can vicariously play them through me yeah yeah Although sure. we often have divergent tastes so mm. might not work so well so i'll try my best not to cover things that you've covered but i might just mention them alba is the first game it's alphabetical as well because i'm on the wikipedia page <laughs> yeah. so alba Alba looks amazing. Alba is amazing. I've played it. I talked about it. Baldo. Yeah. Uh, Beyond a Steel Sky is starting off on very well-trodden ground. We've talked about all these so far. We have. We'll diverge at some point. Uh, the Bradwell Conspiracy is a game that I haven't played. It's come out from Bosses Studios and it's supposed to be very good. Uh, Card of Darkness, which I mentioned to you, you were talking about something feeling adventure timey, and Card of Darkness is published. I don't know how this works out, but it's published by Pendleton Ward, who is the creator of Adventure Time. So Card of Darkness. Creeks. So there's a game called Creeks. It's an adventure game. It's made by Ammonite Design, who are responsible for Machinarium, Botanicula, and Samaros. They're probably their three biggest going concerns. That's probably worth a look into. Dead End Job, which I mentioned to you, is made by Ant Workshop. Ant Workshop is a studio. They do a lot of Switch porting for other studios or creators so mike bithel if you know mike bithel his games they tend to port they tend to work with him to port his stuff over mike bithel is thomas was alone as you probably know okay uh, but for listeners they work for them but dead end job dead end job is an original game from ant workshop and it's i don't know if i said it's like a ghostbusters style twin stick shooter type thing with a quite a good looking visual aesthetic and uh, just really nice to play really fun to play a bit of a challenge at points but good exit the gungeon have you played enter the gungeon so exit the gungeon is enter nope. the gungeon but you are on a lift enter the gungeon is a twin stick shooter that go you go into these dungeons and you have to clear out all the enemies in these dungeons exit the gungeon is 2d rather than top down and you have to uh, people these enemies get thrown onto your lift uh from from the sides of the shaft and you have to take them out without being killed ocean horn 2 
So there's Ocean Horn and Ocean Horn Two. Ocean Horn was touted as a uh, a Zelda like. Ocean Horn Two, uh, a le- sorry, a Link to the Past alike. Ocean Horn Two is a 3D version of Ocean Horn, so presumably sort of 3D Zelda style game. Uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. That's an Annapurna interactive thing. It's a they again. That's touted as a an interactive music video, and it's all neon stylings. So it, it's. I think going to be one that either hits or misses for you. Annapurna have a few games on there. There's an upcoming um, Annapurna interactive game, which I thought sounded quite good. It's The Artful Escape because it's um, it's called The Artful Escape of Francis Vendetti. Oh, right, okay. That was where the V came into it. It's an upcoming upcoming platform video okay, game. Okay. Uh, the Steven Universe game. Steven Universe Unleash the Light. That's supposed to be pretty good. As is Steven Universe. I don't know if you've watched that on Cartoon Network. No, it's, I it's very well con- uh, well regarded. Sort of Adventure Time levels of um, of fandom of and of interest. Lots of people say it's very very good. Uh, character progression wise, they say that it starts off fairly straightforward and Cartoon Network e, but by the end of the series as a whole they've gone on quite serious arcs and found quite serious things out about themselves sounds good steven universe the cartoon and the game Uh, anything tetris related so tetris beat have you played tetris beat yet no i I saw it was the highlight of the day a couple of days ago so i would always try that i've not played it but tetris is good so not very good at it but even so and that's probably yeah that's probably my additions to your list well that's another slack handful for me to yeah have a look that at. sounds disgusting. No, no. phrase. No. And in the meantime, if you can play Baldo, let me know that it's worth. I'll try. Worth it. Apple Arcade, as I'm sure you've gathered from us waffling on about it for quite a while, is I think well worth the money. Ashley, what do you think? I would say that looking at all the games that are available, assuming that you actually use it on a regular basis, it's hard for it not to be worth five pounds a month if you slip into that trap of forgetting about it or being too busy for it or whatever then maybe just give it a rest give it give yourself some space and time away from it and then go back to it a couple of months later and have another double that yeah. honestly it just for subscription services as a general rule just take yourself away from them have one that you like main if that's the right term in it we we always have amazon prime because we use it for every thing else the delivery in that we that's what i had it for originally so we've always got access to that and then we've moved over the last year or two to getting netflix for a month at a time and getting uh, catching up on the things that we missed and then cancelling disney plus the same and and all the rest the same and it works a lot better because you end up actually using the service that you're paying for Mm-hmm. so that would be my recommendation for it Lovely. i mean i i know i was moaning at the beginning but apple arcade does seem really interesting and it was well worth talking about because it gave us the opportunity to talk about lots of different good sounding games okay and thank you for listening as always you can find us on facebook twitter instagram and youtube and remember to like share subscribe rate and review please thank you very much yes please thank you for joining us this week and we'll see you again next week for a new episode Bye-bye. bye bye bye